Hey guys, welcome to The Slice. I'm your host, Casey Funderburg, and this podcast is all about Tennessee football and giving you a slice of the players' and coaches' lives that you might not always get to see, or in this case, hear. Today, we're sitting down with senior DB Jalen McCullough. Jalen is a veteran DB who is entering his fourth straight season as a starter. In this episode, Jalen talks about how football has taught him life lessons and what he's looking forward to most this fall. The Slice is sponsored by Tennessee's bank, First Horizon, proud to be the official bank of the Vols. Welcome to The Slice, everyone. We have Jalen McCullough with us today, a.k.a. Tank. How are you doing? Where are you? I'm doing good. You guys are in fall camp right now. We are, what, two weeks into it at this point? Maybe a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, some, some so, like something that. like yeah. that. How's it been? It's been fun. Um, just building the camaraderie with my teammates. Uh, just getting better each and every day. Working on, you know, fundamentals and technique. And uh, just being out there playing football. It's, it's been fun. Can't complain. What's the goal in fall camp for you guys? Um... Well, like I said, just building that that camaraderie, um, getting comfortable with the the other ten guys that you're going to be on the field with throughout the season, um, getting your technique down, and just overall getting ready to go and and play for the season. Mm-hmm. So, just getting comfortable with stuff like that. This is the first time in a while that the DB group has pretty much been full as far as. There haven't been too many guys that are injured this fall, and you guys have really been able to work on rotations, it seems like. Mm -hmm. So how has that been helpful for you just to have more guys in there working through some of the different um, plays and stuff that you guys are doing? Well, it keeps us us healthy. It keeps us fresh. Um, And when the whole entire DB group is at 100% their best, we're dangerous. Um, And it's fun to see see some of the younger guys come in and – um, play. It's it's fun to you know be with some of the older guys and see them uh, take strides in their development in their game. So just little stuff like that. And you, I mean, you're a vet on this team <laughs> at this point. It's crazy. You know, two big leaders from last season, Alante Theo. They're not here this season, so I think you have always been relied upon pretty yeah. much, maybe since your freshman year. Yeah. Um, but this year, you know, guys are looking towards you. So as far as being a leader, how's that been for you? Um. It's been, it's actually been fun. Um, just, just coming in, I knew that um, I would have to to take a major step into those into that leadership role, and um, I've embraced it along with Trayvon Flowers. Uh, you know, at one two punch, we've been we've been on each other, uh, just trying to grow as leaders, trying to grow as young men, and um, I like to believe we've done a, a pretty good job, and you know. We'll see where it takes us. Have you guys had any conversations with each other about, you know, what type of leaders you want to be or just things that you really want to accomplish this year? Yeah, me and Trey talk about that a lot, uh, you know, just um, whether it be in the in the film room or just like off the field. Me and Trey are always constantly talking about um, ways we, we can both become better and ways that'll help the DB unit uh, grow and become better as well. So there's been constant dialogue there. Nice. So... This is kind of off topic, but uh-huh. after practice, one thing that I always notice because I'm a girl, I like to eat, I like <laughs> snacks. I notice the nutrition spread yeah. and they've got these like little fancy drinks for you guys after yeah. practice. What, what is that? Uh, well, it, it's mixed with like Gatorade and 
it's a whole bunch of stuff just to keep us hydrated, um, keep us keep our body body feeling right. Um, I know they have some beet juice in there that's sometimes like hit or miss, but it's all just stuff to help us be at our best. Okay, because I saw one day it said like Baja Blast, yeah. and I was like, Yeah, they I have, wish I just done a workout. Yeah, so they have crazy it. flavors in there to, you know, just promote it and make us make us utilize the resources so i'd like to come in after or come into work each day and have a nice little spread <laughs> waiting for me hey, it'll be it'll be something nice <laughs> one day okay so we're gonna play a this or that game so okay. how does that sound let's do it okay movies or tv shows movies do you have a favorite movie remember the titans oh love it <laughs> okay stuffed crust pizza or just regular crust Stuff crust, why not? Extra cheese. <laughs> yeah, just a little, little bit more. Sneakers or slides? I like my comfort now. I, I like being comfortable, but you know, I'll put on some sneakers here and there, but day to day is slides. I have, slides. To, I have my slides on right now. And I have like, my sneakers on. <laughs> turf or grass? Grass. I, uh, the turf kind of messes with my knees a little bit, you know, so grass. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. When you're sleeping, fan on or fan off? Fan on. I like my room a little. Yeah, I like my room cold. All right, sunrise or sunset? Sunset. I like sunset because of the pretty colors it makes in the the sky. FaceTime or text? (laughs) Uh, Text. I'm more more of a text person. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Pancakes or waffles? I'm a pancake, pancake guy. Ah, hoping <laughs> you picked the wrong one. No. Nah. Okay, action movie or comedies? Mm, I like a good comedy. I could sit and watch a good little comedy. Get a few laughs here and there. Orange or white? Ah, uh, white. Nice. <laughs> I like white. I feel like you could do a lot with white. You can. Orange is a nice. Well, that's our main color, so yeah. I don't want to oh, no. <laughs> say anything you, bad about you can the do orange. A lot with orange. Orange is very like vibrant. It offsets a lot of things, but white you can goes you with can everything. Go, yeah. All right. So you are from Austell, Georgia. Austell, Georgia. Austell, yes, Georgia. Ma'am. So like right outside of Atlanta, basically. Yeah, about 20, 20 minutes outside of Atlanta. What was it like growing up there? Uh, it was it was small. It was quiet. Um, it was a good community. For the most part, um, I was I was with my family a lot. Um, yeah, just little stuff like that. It wasn't too big, but it wasn't a town where like everybody knows your your name, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was I love my love Austin. Man. So what did you and your family do a lot for fun growing up? Growing up, um, me and my siblings were in a lot of activities, sports. Uh, my little sister used to dance. So it was always on the go, uh, being, you know, at the football field or at the baseball, on the baseball diamond. Um, you know, just we would take a little time, a little family time here and there, you know, go out to eat and, you know, just spend time together. But we were close in that group. Yeah. So growing up, having your siblings, having, you know, people there to play games with and go outside with. Do you have any memories that stick out to you of like just certain things that you guys would do when you were bored or anything like that? Yeah, uh, well, me and my me and my younger sister, we would go to our grandmother's house in Alabama, you know, play in the backyard on the slip and slide and stuff like that. Um, 
we all used to play manhunt in the in the cul-de-sac, you know, just running around chasing each other and stuff like that. Um, used to jump on the trampoline. You know, we, we were outside a lot, so mm-hmm. stuff like that. When did sports become more prominent in your life as a kid? Well, sports has, have always been prominent in my life. Um, I started playing football when I was four or five. Um, and football has always been my number one. Um, I ran track, I played baseball, I played basketball. So sports have always been a part of my life. And your dad, he played at Jacksonville State. Yes, ma'am. So what did he talk about when you were growing up? Like, did he tell you stories? Well, when I played, this is what <laughs> I did. Like, how, how was that dynamic with yeah, you guys? Uh, well, he, the story started to come when I got a little older um, and the game started speeding up a little bit. He, he would tell us stories about uh, some of the plays he made. Uh, he actually has a few of uh, the balls he intercepted in college. He still has those wow. yeah, at the at the house. So just little stuff like that. Um, he has a couple clips of his film that we used to sit and watch and just talk about. So, yeah. What were those moments like when you got to sit down and watch your dad, you know, playing football and going over <laughs> some of his tape? It was um, it was actually neat, you know, just to just to connect and see my dad, you know, because you never really kind of look outside of the framework of that being your parent, you know. So just being able to look outside of the framework and see, like, he actually played this game too. He was actually kind of going through some of the stuff and seeing some of the stuff that I'm I'm going through now and that I see now. So it was actually pretty neat. It's crazy when you get older and you talk to your parents and you're like, oh, they actually do know <laughs> stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> So you mentioned you played baseball, you ran track, played basketball, football. How did you finally decide, okay, here's what I'm going to focus on? Because eventually I feel like any athlete who, you know, plays multiple sports, you there's that one day where you're like, okay, I got to got to let some of these go. Well, um, like I said, football, football has been in my life since I was four. So mm-hmm. I kind of always knew that this is where I was supposed to be. This is what I wanted to do. So um, it it really wasn't hard. Um, I say it was it was harder to stop playing baseball because um, I enjoy baseball, uh, but I started running track for football, right. so I had to stop playing baseball. So it was yeah. just one of those. Got to keep you in shape a yeah. little bit. Were you always on the defensive side of the ball, or <laughs> is that what you preferred? Um, as I got older, and you know, the game started getting faster and more physical and more aggressive. Um, I made an executive decision to hit people rather than be hit by people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, coming up uh, through Little League and in high school, I played both sides of the ball, um, which was fun. Uh, having the ability to make plays with the balls in your, with the ball in your hand. Um, but like I said, people people started getting a little bigger, a little stronger, and I was like, you know what? I might I'd rather tackle than be tackled. Mm-hmm. So, what was it about football? you know, besides just making plays that you were like, this is the game that I love. This is the game that I want to do. It's the correlation with life. Um, I believe football teaches the game of life, um, whether it be like commitment, teamwork, discipline, like effort, toughness. I believe all of those, um, all of those are, traits that you need um, in in life. And I believe that football provides those traits. Yeah. And 
I mean, I totally agree when it comes to sports, it does help you outside of on the field, on the court, wherever you're at. When did you realize that football was preparing you for so much more than what you were doing on the field? Um, I like to say my freshman year when I first when I first got to Tennessee, um, as a freshman, you start experiencing life, you know, outside mm-hmm. of your outside of your norm and um just seeing some adversity and um trying to find myself and stuff like that, you know, leaning on football, it really helped a lot. And it actually showed me, you know, that during hard times and during trying times and adversity that you actually find yourself and know who you are so mm-hmm. I, I say that yeah and I want to dive more into that but first let's kind of go back to high school a little okay. bit so playing high school ball what was that like when you were at <laughs> Hill Hillsgrove Hillgrove 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 okay. it was it was uh man those were the those were the heydays um seven eight ball in Georgia unmatched mm-hmm. best in the country um you know, it was just, it was fun to go out there and play for the community, play for the people next to you. Um, it was, it was high school football, man. Like everybody knows high school football is just like, it's different. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. Um, that's all I can really say. Were Friday nights, like everybody coming to the high school football yeah. games? Was it kind of like, you know, the shows on TV? Was that how high school football was treated? Yeah, um, especially in the South, uh, high school football was big. Um, but our games were, were usually packed out. Um, I know, especially when we had like our region championships or like our rivalry games, those games were like deep. Like, so, yeah, it was it was a good time. It was That's fun. exciting. Now, where did the nickname Tank come into play? I feel like that was earlier in yeah, life, that right? Was, that was way. Um, yeah. It actually came from my dad. Um, I was about two or three, and I was a I was a big toddler. You know, I was running around the house knocking things over like a tank. So, just stuck. Yeah. So, did you just tell coaches like, just call me Tank? Yeah. Um, it was just one of those like, yeah, I'm, you can call me Tank, and it sticks. So. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you're in high school, you're playing, you're realizing, okay, I'm pretty good at this. Like, I can kind of keep going. Um, what was that like? What was it like when you were figuring out that you could go the next step in this game? Uh, it was exciting. Oh, it was exciting. At the same time, it was kind of uh, overwhelming, you know, because you realize, like, you put in all the hard work and your dreams start to come true. It could get a little overwhelming, but at the same time, it's you understand like this is what you've been working for all of this time, and um, you embrace it. You know, you you embrace it. You learn to to grow through the process, and over time, you know, you you end up where you're at. So, yeah. well, then how did you stay kind of grounded during that time where it was becoming maybe a little overwhelming? Well, my family. Um, my parents have always instilled in me uh, just being humble um, and, you know, just praying, praying to a good Lord, just asking him to keep my head on straight and uh, allowing me to continue to follow his path that he has for my life. And, you know, um, just in doing that, I've ended up here. I've ended up this far and I'm blessed and I'm thankful to be in this position. So did you have a mentor or someone that you really looked up to Um when you were going through the recruiting process or just when you were even playing in high school? 
Um, I've uh, I've been blessed to just have a lot of people um in my life, you know, just whether it be coaches or um like just other like men. Um I've just I've had a lot of like resources feed into me, um, feed into my village. And they've always just kept my head on straight. So I feel like that that's played a factor into where I am today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good football players from the state of Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when you were going through, you know, the recruiting process, were you reaching out to anyone who, you know, may have already been in college playing football and trying to figure out like how they handled it or what schools they went to or anything like that? Um, it was a, it was a, it was a few guys. Um, one of my old high school teammates, he played tight end at Maryland. He's uh, with the, he's actually with the Titans now. Just talking to him, um, leaning on a couple of guys, um, from the area that are now like here at Tennessee with me and just, just little stuff like that. Um, you know, just taking it slow. The recruitment process was kind of, I don't even know how to describe that, but it was, it was new. Um, so we just we just took it slow, made the best decision for me, both on and off the field, and you know I, I picked great. Yeah, what was it about Tennessee that you really liked? <laughs> it felt felt like home. Like I love the people here. The people were just genuine. They want to see you succeed. Um, the opportunity to play early was here, but overall, I felt like the the best choice for me as a as a football player and as a man was the University of Tennessee. So we here. Um, and four years later (laughs) Rocky Top can't get tired of Rocky Top coming up Jalen talks about his time playing at Tennessee but first another word from our friends at First Horizon the slice is brought to you by the Vols Power T debit card only available from the official bank of the Vols First Horizon so you mentioned this a little while ago about, you know, coming in your freshman year, you realized how life and football can kind of intertwine with one another. When you look back on that first year here at Tennessee, what goes through your mind? Perseverance. Um, you know, my, my freshman year, I don't want to get too much into it, but we didn't start off as hot as uh, we wanted to. Um, but we finished that year. We finished that year very strong, uh, bowl game win. Um, so just that first year, it taught me how to fight. It taught me how to just keep going um, and not get too high, not get too low, but understand that um, everything works out for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And that back half of the season was when you started becoming, you were a starter at All that right. point, the last, what, six games you started. And so what was it like realizing this is how hard I need to work to be able to not just play, but to be in the starting lineup in college. Yeah, it, uh, I remember that. It was a completely different uh, mental switch. Uh, just how I approached coming in to work every day, um, asking the right questions and just going on the field and executing. Um, you learn really fast that how you practice is how you're going to play. And um, how you do anything is how you do everything. So just making sure you, you just do everything to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what, what got me there. Are you preaching that to some of these younger guys <laughs> on the team? All the time. All the time. <laughs> just trying to get those guys comfortable in um, growing, you know, mm-hmm. just developing and growing. So I feel like that's those are the best ways to 
get those guys to do so. Having that mindset of wanting to make sure that guys grow, is it because you had someone there for you your freshman year and you, you know, maybe really appreciated that and wanted to do the same? Yeah, uh, my freshman year coming in, um, guys like Theo Jackson, Nigel Warrior, uh, Bryce Thompson, just to name a few, those were the guys that really poured into me and, and pushed me to grow. And um, when you come to when you come to a place like Tennessee or really just anywhere, you always want to leave it better than what you found it. So that's that's my mission. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Uh, just pouring into the youth, pouring into the young guys, and hopefully something something I said with them sticks with them. So yeah, when you think back on you know, life and how it connects with football. What were some of those things that really stuck out to you that, you know, you knew were going to help you not only as a player, but as a man off the field? Um, well, the first thing that sticks to my mind is commitment. Um, like once you once you commit to something, once you put your all into something, then, you know, that's what, that's what it is. There's no going back on it. Um, and once you commit to like the process and, you commit to people in return, it'll it'll come back to you. Um, so that's that's one of those. Toughness was another one um, because, you know, this game of life we, we play is tough. So um, just being able to, whether it's mentally or physically, push through, push through, uh, through situations um, and just being tough. So. And after your freshman season, obviously there were some lows and highs. A lot of change happened mm-hmm. in those few years so do you look back on you know your freshman year you start to figure this out and that toughness and that commitment that came into play those next few years so were you kind of surprised to see how much that was going to help you once there was some change happening here um I actually I actually was kind of surprised um because like you said it was a it was a lot of uncertainty um but like I said once you once you commit um there's no turning back. And my my dad always told me, like, commit to a school, not not people, not coaches, not, you know, commit to, to a school where you feel like you'll go and it'll be best for you. And I did that. So how would you describe your first season playing under Coach Heupel in a Tim Banks defense? Oh man, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just playing under Coach Hype. Uh, the the culture, the atmosphere he's brought here has been has been great. Um, playing under Coach Banks, he's he's fiery, um, he's aggressive, and and that that feeds off to us. And you know, we try to emulate our game off of being aggressive and and you know, make plays first, ask questions later, and you know, just playing under those two is has been fun and. I'm excited going into year two and I can't wait to see what we do. Yeah. How much better prepared do you feel going into year two? Because obviously we we have a fast offense and I don't (laughs) think that's slowing down. (laughs) So how much more prepared do you feel now? I feel very prepared. Just having that second year to understand um, schematically what we're trying to accomplish as a defense, Um, you know, just getting comfortable, you know, with this, with the coaching staff and, um, like what they're trying to build here and what they're bringing to the table um, just feels right, you know, and we're just ready to get out there and, and show the world what what, Tennessee's, what Tennessee is and what we're building here. I think a lot of people are excited to see you guys too. 
Was there something that you focused on this off season to help prepare you or did you do anything different this off season or just work grind? <laughs> yes. All of the above. <laughs> um, it was, a, it was a lot of stuff that personally I wanted to, to focus on to improve my game, but also, um, overall for the team, uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, for me personally, it was like, I changed uh, some of my eating habits. So I'm eating like two, three salads a day, a lot of fruit, a lot of water. Um, on like on the field, just tackling, uh, working on like entry angles, um, covering in the slot, just little stuff like that that I know um, will will skyrocket my game this fall. So, did you have to like drop a favorite food or something? <laughs> um, nah, not really. I just I just had to be more intentional with eating healthy and mm -hmm. you know actually just being intentional. That's it's crazy the, when you're older, you have to yeah. start focusing on that. <laughs> <laughs> your body, your body starts working how, how it used to. So did you find a good salad recipe out of this at least? Yeah. Just putting, putting a little lettuce bit of, and chicken, <laughs> yeah, chicken in there, some fruit, uh, some strawberries, some grapes here and there. So nice. Yeah, mixing it up. <laughs> well, how would you describe this DB group? You guys always have big personalities. I feel like you're oh, the loudest man. ones on the field, but oh, man. this group, this season. Personality, it's it's a lot of them. It's a lot of it's a it's just man. I enjoy I enjoy my time with those guys. Like coming to work and just being being with that group each and every day, man. Is is nothing else? I it's nowhere else I'd rather be. Nothing else I'd rather do. Um, so those are my guys, man. Mm -hmm. And Coach Martinez playing with him or under him, I should say. What's it like having him as a coach? Yeah, man. Coach Coach Nez, that's a we call him like the grandfather because he's been in this league for so long. He has so much wisdom, um, so much knowledge of the game. And he's always trying to teach us, you know, to just teach us the game and try to keep us like above everybody else. So um, I just take everything he tells us in, you know, and just try to learn as much as I can. And I feel like he likes to have life conversations oh, yeah. a lot, which is great. <laughs> but he'll suck you right into one. Yeah, yeah he'll we'll, we'll spend we're supposed to be watching film. Um, we'll we'll get off topic and, and talk about life for 20 minutes, which is, you know, like it doesn't have to always be ball because it's bigger than just football. So, right. yeah. How nice is that to have, you know, a coach that he's going to take time to talk to you about the other things in your life that matters. Right. And then also a head coach who wants to focus on that as well. All right. Um, it just goes to show that it's, it's more towards to life than just football. And they they care about, of course they care about us, you know, being the best football player we can be and all of that stuff. But more importantly, they care about the man that we they want us to become and more importantly, we want to become in the four or five years that we have here at this university. So having those conversations, having those moments, having those situations where we could, you know, put a pause on football and, and talk about life and talk about becoming a, the best man you can be is, is helpful man you don't get that everywhere you know right and when coach hype got here he told you guys that he was going to do that mm -hmm. and he was like i mean you don't have to believe me you just watch and see right. it happen we're going into year two has he kept his word with all of that he for sure has and you know it's he's kept his word on on pretty much everything he, he told us when he came in and you know um it's easy to play for play for a guy like that when when he keeps his word and um, he holds everybody accountable to the standard. 
So, mm-hmm. and that's obviously really important. And being a leader, does that kind of trickle down into you? How he's holding everybody to a standard? Does that make you want to do that more with your teammates? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because when you when you get in a, a leadership role or however you want to call it, um, the biggest thing is just making sure that everybody uh, meets the standard and, you know, having influence and having just making sure that the influence is positive, always preaching to the guys the right stuff um, and making sure that, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do because um, when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, that shows up on the field. Mm-hmm. So just keeping everybody to the standard. Especially in the secondary, you see it more than <laughs> <Yep. laughs> someone messes up. Everyone yep. knows. Everybody knows. So. Well, 2022 season is, it's going to be less than two weeks away by the time this episode goes out. So what are you looking forward to most besides just obviously getting on the field? Man, um, it's been year four. I just, I want to enjoy everything. You know, I just want to enjoy like from the walkthrough on, on Thursday night. Leaving to the hotel on Friday, getting to the hotel on Friday. Um, just all, just everything, you know. Just enjoying like where my two feet are and playing, playing hard for my brothers and playing hard for this team. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's where my mindset is, and that's where we're gonna be. And you guys get to wear the smoky oh, gray yeah, uniforms. Man, they, yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of stuff coming coming, you know, to the field. So we hope. The fans like it. I know for sure we're going to like it. So. Oh, I know. What was the reaction in the locker room when everyone saw we're bringing back the Smoky Grays? Uh, we were actually in the in the team room, and they put on a video on the on the big screen, and we were, we were sitting there watching it. Like, we thought it was just another hype video. And then I, Coach Hype was like, um, yeah, the Grays are back. And everybody just, just burst into excitement. And, yeah, so. We did some fun stuff in the gray uniforms. Yeah. I remember this back This is my in- first time being able to – to put one on. So I'm excited. It's going to be exciting. Well, Tank, thanks for taking some time to hop on the slice with me today. And obviously I know I can't wait for the season yes, and I think everyone's excited to see what you and the rest of the secondary do this year. Yes, ma'am. I'm excited to see, see what, what the Jack boys do this year. So go balls, man. GBO. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Slice. New episodes drop on Monday, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. And hey, leave us a review. Also, make sure to follow Vol Football, that's Vol underscore football, and VFL Films, VFL underscore films, on Twitter and Instagram so you can stay up to date on what's happening on The Slice. I'll talk to you guys soon. The Slice is a product of Tennessee Athletics, recorded live at the Ray and Lucy Hand Digital Studio, hosted and written by Casey Funderburg, produced by Travis Dean, sound design and technical support by Paul Jones and Colton Carnley at Oralation Studios in Knoxville, Tennessee. Music provided by APM Music. Additional support from Barry Rice, Bill Martin, Jimmy Delaney, Kellen Heiser, Evan Ford, Daniel Hansen, and Tyler McIntyre. Until we meet again, thank you and good afternoon.